Lydia Susie's destiny came for her in the Vale on a random Thursday in the early spring. As she ran along the wooded trail two miles into a loop that would take her through the preserve's northeastern acreage, she was measuring the glowing line that topped the contours of the mountains. Soon, the stripe would expand to an aura, and after that, the sun would accept the handoff from the moon, and day would arrive. Her grandfather had always told her there were two twilights, two gloamings, and if you wanted to find your past, you went into the pines in the evening as the sun went down. If you wanted your future to come to you, you went alone into the forest and the vale, during that sacred transition of night into morning. There, he'd told her, when the distinction between that which ruled the light and that which held domain over the dark was at its narrowest, when the moon and the sun reached for each other before the rotations of their orbits tore them asunder, there was when the mortal could brush up against the infinite and seek answers, direction, guidance. Of course, that did not mean you got good news or what you wanted. But life was not an a la carte buffet where you could choose everything that went on your plate. Another words of wisdom from a man who had lived to be 101 years old, still smoking a pipe and drinking a glass of Sima after his dinner year-round. Why limit spring to just Vapu, he'd said. Lydia had never believed in his superstitions. She was a researcher, a scientist, and the kinds of things that her Isoisa had gone on about did not fit in with that PhD in biology she'd bought on layaway from the federal government and was still paying off. So no, she was not out looking for any prognostication from the universe this morning. She was getting her workout done before she headed into her office at the Wolf Study Project. With the way things had been going lately, she was going to blink and it would be seven at night. Short-staffed and underfunded, everything was a fight for resources at WSP. And by the time she locked things up every evening, she was exhausted. So carpe cardio was her motto and why she was out in this misty darkness Lydia let her stride peter to a halt. Her breath pumped in clouds that captured and held the moonlight, and as a breeze came across the trail, her body did the same with the chill, grabbing it out of the air and bringing it in under her windbreaker. As she shivered, she looked behind herself. The trail she was on was the widest one in the preserve, a highway rather than a street, but she couldn't see much into the trees. Pines crowded up close to the shoulders of the packed path, and the fog wafting through the craggy trunks and fluffy boughs obscured the forest even more. In a quick calculation, she figured she was a good three miles from any other human, two miles from her car at the trailhead's parking area, and a hundred yards from what had caught her attention. There, up ahead, something was close to the ground, moving. Fight or flight, Lydia she thought, what's it going to be?